How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakori as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the fig tree and the disciples say, Master, the fig tree you cast is with that way. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he put the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the sea come, and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanaseo Pukuksakodia is an end-time seasoned firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. Any job you get that stops you from serving the Lord is of the devil. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. I have given you from Monday to Saturday, but Sunday is a Sabbath day. Now, in our trade, we have to create our own Sabbath day because the reason we need to be in a prayer is that the world is pursuing us. Hallelujah. The aggressive way that the world is trying to stop the church is amazing. Amen. I pray for the grace of God upon your life. That you will never lose your inner revival. Your amen is very weak. Hallelujah. Sensitivity to the spirit of the Lord. It is thine. Discernment of spirits. The spirit of the fear of God. The benefit of righteousness. It is dying. Hallelujah. I pray that you grow. Amen. I say, I pray that you do what? Amen. Tell somebody, prayer protect us. Prayer protect us. How many of you want protection? Where do you have to be? Prayer. In the spirit of prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It protects us. It protects. Be seated. Be seated. Be seated. Prayer does what? Protect us. Amen. May the Lord give us grace to pray because prayer protects us. Prayer does what? Protect us. <laughs> prayer changes things. I'm just giving you some things. Just write it down. You won't forget. Prayer changes things. <laughs> mm, prayer keeps you in the will of God. Do you know that? Let me stay a little bit. That prayer changes things. How many of you know that prayer changes things? Have you seen that? Even though God has not done everything you are looking for in one day. But when you look back in your life, you can see that by his mercy. Oh, Jesus, I, I, I like a little bit of the response. It has never arrived at one stage. In fact, one of the major things that is fighting the church now is... <laughs> 
We'll talk about that later. I don't want to mess your atmosphere. Hallelujah. It's, 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 but let me hit a little. It's because of the fact that we always need something from the Lord. We need something from the Lord. I saw that <laughs> even the word church. Do you know Jesus Christ didn't tell us to go and make church? Do you know that? He said we should go and make disciples. Tell somebody prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. There's a difference between anointing and gift. You can be gifted, but you are not anointed. Hallelujah. Amen. Very, very confusing. But you shouldn't be confused about it. The Bible never said Jesus was gifted. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Definitely, once the anointing is there, there will be demonstration of gifts. But when the anointing leaves, the gift will still be there. It will be operating from the soul. Listen, let's be careful. Hallelujah. Look at someone and say, you got to be careful. We have to be careful. No, 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 no. A lot of things are happening. Hallelujah. You got to be careful. Yeah. The reason why your situation that you won't change has not changed is because the anointing has not hit it. Hallelujah to Jesus. No. It has never come under the anointing. Any sickness that comes under the anointing, the sickness must leave your body. Any affliction that comes under the anointing must leave your body. It's a yoke-breaking device. But most of you has encountered gifts. You are not counter unseen. It's natural. Most of the messages coming from our pulpit, it is not backed by anointing. And our generation has celebrated gifts. 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 And most of the, oh Jesus Christ, I pray that you will be anointed. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The powers against you is not afraid of your gift. The powers against you are afraid of the anointing of God. Somebody say unshame. No, you can be gifted. Gifted. The gift and the callings of God are without repentance. Is that correct? Is that correct? Somebody say gifts. Mm-hmm. The gift and the call. But the anointing can live. I said the anointing can what? Live. I'm going to show you something that you have to do to make it. You have to do to make it both on earth and to heaven. Jesus Christ spoke about four things that if you do, you will make it on earth. Because in the earth, you can mix it. You are either mixing it or making it. You can make it or you can mix it. Hallelujah. It's not just making it to heaven alone. On earth. Because there is a way. Listen. If you want the kingdom blessing. Everyone say the kingdom blessing. It means that the blessings in the kingdom. If you want it. There is a way you live to attract the kingdom blessing. You can't live anyhow for God to bless you. It is even dangerous on you for God to bless you living anyhow. That is why I say something like money. Money. How many of you want money? How much do you want? How much? Millions. 
I preach a message in the European version. I said that some of you are faith to jump out of the boat. Oh, I started it here. But you don't have faith to walk on water. You see, right now you see that you, you believe you can handle billions. That is a deception. Look at the way you are not coming to all night. If you have having just thousand. Hi. The sad thing is that even the gospel is for poor people. You, the, you come in as poor. And the ones you are in, the gospel, when I say the gospel, the gospel is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Accepting him as your Lord and Savior. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. But it, you come in as poor. But once you enter, you get blessed. Yeah. Watch this. So, the gospel, eh? the gospel, the gospel, the gospel. That is why when Jesus Christ came, the kind of people that were coming around Jesus, even the Pharisees were shocked. Hallelujah. You come in, the gospel is for. Do you know why it attracts the poor people? So that even one day when you make it, you must remember where you are coming from. But do you know the greatest trap in our life? We forget. How many of you want money? You have lifted your hand. How much do you want you say billions? Can you imagine the way God is losing you for not even having thousands? By the time you have millions, you are gone. The greater deception is thinking you can handle money you are not trained for. It's a deception. Hallelujah. If I let me tell you something, the safest way to have money, let money come and meet you where you are closer to God. That's right. Amen. It has a lot of power. Money. Jesus Christ is a God. Jesus said, Mammon is a God of itself. And it can replace your God. Because he said, You cannot serve two masters. And he put God on one platform and money on one platform. And he said that when you go for this, you mix this. And you go for this while you mix this. You, you do, if you have money, you have a wife and a girlfriend. By the time you have money, <laughs> Hallelujah. No, look at the way your pomposity has come with the little money God has put in your hand. What are you talking about? Can you imagine you wake up, you were a billionaire? Also, <laughs> when we didn't have phones and we didn't have Facebook, we were running to all night. I'm not against all night. It has helped people. It has helped somebody is in America. There are people in abroad there. This is their life. So it's a blessing. But at the same time, the millionaires are around pram pram. Kaduma Shotaka. 
even though they live in Pram Pram, they see themselves as living in America. So we don't need to come to all night. The comfort of my room. Now people don't watch the thing on, on phone, so their they TV set. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I know God is going to make you a millionaire. But receive grace to handle money. Receive grace. Hallelujah. Prayer keeps you in the will of God. <laughs> I love this one. Prayer draws you closer to God. Hey, prayer does what? It draws you closer to God. Today, I'm sure God will give you a special blessing before you leave here. Every impartation, every service you go, every revival you attend, I don't think you go back the same. Maybe this morning's prayer is what going to wake up a lot of prayer that look like that's not being answered. Somebody say hallelujah to Jesus Christ. You will surely have a testimony. It is part of the thing. You will have a testimony. The Lord will turn things around. I say the Lord will turn things around. Tell somebody don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. How many of you want to get closer to God? Prayer. Prayer. The closer you are to God, the easier life is. You may not even have money, but the joy of the Lord is inevitable in your heart. No, it's not about money. Everything is losing its value. I've come to the place that the money we are chasing, you chase, chase, and come to the place when God decides to give it to you, you realize that you don't even know how to spend it. And you get so many things that you come to the place and realize that I, you see, I really understand why Solomon taught his vanity. I understand. I understand. Because at a point, he thought the money would give him life. But you are still feeling the emptiness because of lack of the anointing. When the thing was lifted, Solomon felt it. He has no right to say it's vanity because God gave it to him. And if God gave it to you, then you can't call it vanity. The word of Solomon, he didn't ask God. God gave it to him. All, all he asked from God is wisdom. God said, I will add riches. So Solomon didn't ask the money. God decided to give it to you. God will not give you something that is vanity. It depends on how you handle it. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Amen. If the wisest man had money and he couldn't handle it, the wisest man after Christ had money and multiplied women. Hey. Not the women who are here, but women love money. No, those who are here, they are not part of it. Women like what? Money. Can you imagine that also one woman knows it's going to be the 700 wife but he still went. This one know that the line they say Solomon wife is line up. The next wedding you are the 500. So I don't care. It's the money I'm looking for. <laughs> Uh, 
You have never thought about it. Hey. Jesus is Lord. I want the comfort. Because Solomon will build you a flat at East Legon. Finish it. Live there. Very powerful. Hallelujah. Hmm. The faith we are preaching, I'm going to take you to some unfamiliar territories today. Amen. The faith we are preaching, let's get it right. You don't need faith until you are in crisis. We cannot even say you have faith until you are in crisis. And nobody can know the validity and the strength of your faith until you face the enemy face to face. <laughs> Keep on building it. You don't know you have faith until God doesn't come at the time you expect it. I'm saying something. Is there anybody here that God has not appear at the time you expected? Everybody. Only God can tell you to count the star and give you one chance. Say your descendants will be like. And when he said that he lives and returns after 30 years. There are promises you have got in it. If you don't take it, if you don't understand God, there, some of you will deceive yourself to think that. Can you imagine you? This is not an angel. You heard God come to your bedroom and say, Come out of your bedroom. Vicky, come out, and you come out and you say, Count the stars. Okay, Vicky is a woman, so they go, also, come out. 70 years. And God said, if God said count the stars, you can't hear God and be counting stones. You have to count the stars. You don't even know why you are counting them. You finish it. You solo. You were not able to finish counting. He said, no, nobody. I don't think. There's something about counting the stars. By the time you are counting, I'm say, one big fly from here and come here. And then one comes here. So it's very difficult to count the stars. How many of you have tried it before? Yes, you wanted to have more children. Keep counting. <laughs> now, it sounds like every two weeks you have a child. And you believe God. By the time God says, count the start, your wife gives birth two weeks' time. So you don't need to go through nine months, nine days. You get pregnant, nine days, the baby is mature, you deliver. Nine days because the stars, you are meeting the stars. God lives and returns after 30 days. Your breakthrough has not delayed the way you are thinking. No. No. Other people have gone through something. It has not delayed the way you are thinking. No, 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 no. The only problem is that you have not understood the God you are serving. No, we don't understand him. It is very difficult for us to finish learning about God. When we get back to heaven and stay in heaven for one million years, we still cannot finish studying about God. It will be very difficult for anybody to finish saying, and now I know everything about God. Some things in the Bible are mystery. They are very mysterious. Moses went to stay with God for 40 days and 40 days. He came and said, show me who you are. Apostle Paul was caught up into the third heaven. He said, I know a man. Whether he was out of the body or inside the body, I don't know. But he was caught up into the third heaven. He came and said, that I might know him. You are never even see an angel. You say, you know God. I have come to the notice that the greater deception is to think you know God. When you don't know him. 
Most of our struggles, we don't know God. Hallelujah. It's very difficult. We don't know God. We don't know God. The way even we find it difficult to read the Bible, we don't even know him at all. Nah, the difficulty in reading the Bible. Hallelujah. Can we be sincere for one day? Some of you do know you have not opened the Bible for the whole of September. The scripture you heard is the one somebody quoted. Oh, Jesus Christ. In fact, some of you don't have Bibles at all. When your phone gets to me, say, no Bible again. And another sad thing is pastors who are using daily bread. <laughs> Can you imagine a pastor who must study, wake up and say, daily bread. <laughs> uh, chapter number two. Um, no, 18. Eh? Today is 18, 22. And some of you cried, they didn't be, you have a race, so from 20th to 18. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I'm showing you the level of our backsliding. We are not there the way we are thinking. No, 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 no. These things are not a concern. Daily bread. Then it gives you one scripture, John 3 16. And then you read key scripture, John 3 16. What have you learned? John t- memory verse, John 3.16. The next week, 23rd, and Jesus wept. So you see, you are just going there and coming. I'm not saying those things are wrong, oh, but there is a place your Christian life might go beyond daily bread. No, there is a place you must take the book of Timothy and consume it in a day. Back to back. Look at someone and say, are you sure you are growing? Ask the person, are you sure you are growing? We are not. Oh, so for marital challenges will come, we don't know how to solve it. It is not in life. The Bible is not the solution book to us. No, 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 no. The safest place for you to hide is the word. Outside the word, the world will trap you. Outside the word, the world will trap you. Don't backslide. Tell somebody, don't backslide. Oh, now, watch this. If you, have, if you find it difficult to read the Bible, and you find it difficult to pray, can you win a soul? Don't go there, daddy. That's for that place. Do you know that people sitting here, they don't have anybody in the Bible, in the book of life with asterisks on their names. It means that the person who got me born again, heaven knows that he's the one who got me born again. The person who Papa Sabbath born again, heaven knows. Does heaven knows the person you save? So when we go to heaven, Jesus is sharing the crowns for those who win souls. Jesus Christ. In fact, there are people in the church, eh, they have been born again for five years. When they meet a sinner, they don't know what to tell him. Some of you don't know how to tell somebody to be saved. And if the person decides to be saved, it will be difficult to lead the person to Christ. Uh, say the things that daddy has been saying, people should say, say this after, say. When you feel it, say, is your heart scratching you or something? Have you feel anything? No. It's not possible. No. Sincerely, do you know some of you from January to now you have never won any soul? You need the presence around you. 
Oh, today may you go with the presence. I say you will need the presence around you. Not everybody working you meet is a human being. Not everybody in your office is normal. When I say normal, I'm not saying they are mad, but they are working with their head on the ground. Not everybody. Most of your behavior is manipulated. The way we behave. If you not come under strong presence, I realize that the devil can push you to make a mistake. And regret it and pump you with pride that you won't go back to where you are supposed to be. One of the most serious, significant, blessed guys in the Bible is the guy we call prodigal son. If you take your time to study about that guy, you will see demonstration of humility. No, you are not supposed to go back. No. He said, I don't even want to go back as a son. I don't want to go back as a son. I want to go as a servant. And because of that, heaven threw a party for him. Because God saw the demonstration. Now listen. And the obstacles of coming back. That is why your brothers don't see you as brothers again. When your brothers refuse to see you as a brother, what do you do? (laughs) I say when your brothers refuse to see you as a brother, the first person to be angry was his brother. There were only two. And for your brother to go, you don't have any brother again. For your brother to come back, you should rejoice. He was the one who was angry. To the extent that he said, I won't come to the house again. Because my brother, the father came back and said, listen, listen, nobody must go down for you to rise. And the things that you are angry with, they are all yours. This, your brother is dead, but now we are finding him as life. Life is more important than the goat. What is really dividing us? Is it not material things? We'll come to the place to know that, oh Jesus. Look at the dresses in your wardrobe. How many are you wearing now? Eh, I've been working for you all these years. You have never killed a kid for me. No. Eh, eh, another thing is that he doesn't even know that all the things in the house for him. And he has to enjoy it every time. You refuse to enjoy it. There's something about the brother. He's very aggressive in enjoyment. He took the money to go enjoy. Came back and also enjoy party. <laughs> you can be there. It depends. May the Lord give you all. But my, my friend Paul Norton was preaching something and he couldn't finish. He said, oh, come. And he talked about the power of desire. He blessed me. He said, God doesn't care which phone you use. God doesn't care the car you drive. It doesn't, it doesn't move God. God doesn't care as long as you get it in the right way. What things whatever you desire. So, if Vicky's week is the cheap one, and this one is the expensive one. It is based on the power of desire. That is why you have no right to be envious about anybody. No, don't relate poverty with humility. Every poor person is proud. Because you don't know the character of a poor person until he makes money. You don't know. No. Don't even think your husband is a humble man. Wait until he becomes a millionaire. Don't think your husband is a humanizer. Wait until he makes money. Don't think your wife is a submissive woman. He is broke. 
So we are sitting. How many of you want money? How many of you? Okay. How many of you? How much do you want? There's nothing wrong. But you see, we all have lifted our hand. How many of you want money? Do you know God is not going to give us all the money in one day? It means that some will go ahead. Maybe he can decide to give Pastor Herbert $10 million tomorrow. Amen. But listen, once he's having $10 million, you are struggling with $10. Hey. The point is that when God gives somebody $10 million and you don't have, you have just $100, can you handle his $10 million? And wait until your own comes. Father, open our understanding Amen. and give us grace. Tell somebody, I don't need to, I don't need to come down for you to rise. Tell the person, I don't need to. This man come and say, well, this man did it to this point. I am also coming to continue from this point. What a blessing. The devil will not postpone your blessing to 2020. Yeah. Everything that God has marked for you for 2019, you will get it before 2019 expires. And anything he had in 2018, God will add it to the 2019. You better shout a better amen to that. Keep seeking the Lord. I appreciate your faith. And I know that God will never forsake you nor leave you. It doesn't matter how tough it is. God will give you a testimony. It's just a matter of time. No, I'm telling you, he's faithful. I say God is what? Faithful. Keep on praying. Don't give up. No matter how the enemy tries to show you you are far from your miracle, he's not the one who determines when it comes. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. I say it's not the devil that determines when your breakthrough comes. So shut your ears to his microphone. There is a God in heaven. I said there is a God in heaven. No, forget about what the devil is saying. He's not the one who determines when you have to be blessed. He has no control about it. Amen. I say amen. Jesus Christ of Nazareth somebody that you went to a place and they told you you are not qualified for. And the next day, the same people, after invasion, the same people called you. It means that there is a place you have been rejected. That they can call you back. Stand to your feet. Lift up your voice and pray this prayer. Anywhere that you went and they say there is no vacancy for you. Jesus. Wherever you went, and the people said they don't have a place for you. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lift up your two hands and pray. Lord, give me a testimony. You will see the fruit of your prayer. You see, let me tell you something that is going to happen. I'm going to give you a scripture and after that we pray shortly and then I'll close you. Now watch this. <laughs> Very soon, you will stand and look back from your background. Your father's house and your mother's house. And you will see that God has favored you.
In every area of your life. And some of you can already see the signs. Because of this prayer, you will marry the right woman. You will marry the right man. You will enjoy a happy matrimonial home. I told them, I said, the greater the delay, the more God takes the glory. Tell somebody prayer gives you hope. It is only in prayer that you know become a hopeless person. Once you are praying, no devil can steal your hope. Now listen, I was sitting in a plane coming, the Lord told me something. He said, the devil doesn't need your car. The devil doesn't need your wife. The devil doesn't need your money. Any attack of the devil on your life, the target is after your faith. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It's after what? Your faith. He may attack your health, but it's after your faith. He may attack something about your life, but it's after what? Your faith. Because you are not a failure until your faith fails. And one of the ingredients that make faith work is hope. Because faith is a substance of things you hope for. Prayer gives you hope. Listen. A prayerless person is a hopeless person. If you see somebody who has lost his prayer power, he has lost hope. You must become hopeless before you become prayerless. Because if you hope for nothing, you will pray for nothing. Prayer gives you hope. Hallelujah. What do I say? Prayer, that's what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you see somebody that all the odds are against the person, it's one thing. Now, now, we live in a generation that by the time you are trying to conquer one thing, as if you, you try to finish this devil, then this one is showing up. But the reason we keep fighting is because our hope is intact. A man lost all his children, about 10 or so plus of them, lost his cattle, everything. His name is called Joe. And later he sat down in the ashes and said that, even a tree, when it's cut down. I'm sure Job was sitting there, see a tree that is cut, and saw some stems and tree where branches were coming and said, no, 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 no. This tree, at the point that it cut down, it's as if the tree is dead, but it's trying to grow. They say, if a tree cuts down, he can hope. Listen, anytime your prayer life is coming down, it's a sign that your hope is under attack. Your hope is under attack. Your hope is under attack. A hopeless person is a helpless person. God cannot help anybody who has lost hope. 
God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.